The Black Squadron Podcast is presented by Uncanny Nerd. Hey guys, BP here, cutting in with an editor's note. We lost connection with Andy towards the end of his interview, and then the Anchor app decided to jumble up a lot of our audio. So, sorry this episode is a little choppy. Hopefully we can get it figured out with Anchor here in the future. Thanks guys. Welcome back to the Black Squadron Podcast. I'm BP, a.k.a. The Brandalorian, and I'm joined, as usual, by David out in Nebraska. Hello there. And we have a very special guest joining us from the Twitter world, Andy. Hello, how are you doing? Andy has a ridiculous Star Wars uh, <laughs> collection that we saw on Twitter and had to have him come on to talk about it because you guys know we're Star Wars merch junkies, so he'll fit right in. <laughs> Um, I guess let's just hop right into Cargo Hall. Let's go over what we got new this week. Um, I, I'll, I'll just start this week because I actually got very relative, very little. Um, I think I've talked about it on Twitter maybe, but I'm putting a hold on all my collection to build a Emphis Nest cosplay costume to join the Rebel Legion. Oh, cool. I'd like to see that one. Uh, so I, this week I got my 3D helmet ordered, 3D printed helmet ordered. Um, a lot of the necklace griblies, and I also got uh, Jedi Fallen Order, if I didn't say that last week. I don't remember, to be honest. Uh, oh, and I'm, I almost forgot. My good buddy David sent me a giant box of toys. Uh, <laughs> he sent me the Walgreens exclusive uh, General Veers, which is incredible. If you guys don't have that one, definitely go get it. It's unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. And what else is in that box? Oh, Han Solo uh, makes Solo two happen. Twelve inch figure and two Captain Phasmas. One of which I'm going to turn into Captain Cardinal for David. Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> and that's all I got this this past uh, ten days or so. It's been light relatively. So, uh, uh, David, what'd you get this week? Uh, this week I got the uh, six inch Black Series Cara Doom finally. Oh, nice. Yep, she was pretty. Oh, that she's so good too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what an awesome uh, character. I also found the uh, the Dune and IG Eleven pop. How good is that car Dune pop? By the way, awesome, very good. My own, they, my only gripe, and I'm going to fix it on mine, is the blaster is the wrong color. It's silver and it should be black. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I noticed that too. But their their pops have been like their um, the stuff that they've been putting out is really good now, especially oh. the. The ten inch ones. Oh yeah, that have you guys, uh, Andy? Have you seen the ten inch uh, Baby Yoda pop they just announced? Yeah, I saw, I saw it. I have not found any place so that you can order it yet. Yeah, uh, apparently from what I'm saying, from what I'm reading, it's not going to be till late January to get those. That makes, like, yeah, that any, makes sense. Any kind of Yoda, the little Yoda dudes. But I'm definitely getting that ten inch Funko. That it, just, yeah. it, oh, it yeah. looks definitely. it's perfect. Yeah. Like that's the perfect and, one. And if that Mando that you showed me. The one that has him holding them. Yes. I still don't know if that's real. <laughs> I hope it is. Yeah. I'm hoping it is also. I can't find anything, but maybe it was just a leak or something. Uh, in our in our group chat, I found a picture online. I don't even know where I found it, but I found a Mandalorian Funko Pop where he's holding Baby Yoda. 
Oh my goodness. Um, so I don't know if it's real. It looked pretty real, um, but I have not been able to find it since that one picture I found. So let's hope it's real. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope it's real. And uh, last thing I got was the uh, finally got an Art of Star Wars um, episode three, Art of Star Wars book. Oh, nice. Oh, so nice. So awesome. Yeah. I love those. I, yeah. <laughs> I uh, may not or may or may not been enabling David to purchase those. <laughs> oh, the, the art of Star Wars books, all of them are fantastic. Yeah, the, the, that's going to be my new thing now is getting those those books on Amazon. They're all reasonably priced too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, found the uh, Rogue One for twenty bucks. Yeah, it's that's so, a steal. Definitely going to get that one. But yeah, those are going to be my new favorite hobbies right now. All right, Andy. What'd you get this week? Uh, well, how many days are we going to go back? Uh, let's go ten days. <laughs> ten days. Okay. Um, well, I added more to my t-shirt collection. If you haven't ever seen that on Twitter, I've been doing a t-shirt of the day um, because I got kind of goaded by some of the other collectors that uh, I was talking about. I just showed one, and then I said, "Hey, would you all want to see a t-shirt of the day?" Well, right now I'm on number fifty-five. Um, nice. and I have not repeated a t-shirt Wow! and I actually have, I was telling the group of them that I, I talked to, I, I put out a blast of this every morning and, uh, I said, just so you know, uh, I finally finished one drawer. I have four more to go <laughs> and they hold about 40 t-shirts each. <laughs> That's crazy. So I, yeah. I added to that. Um, I actually managed to score and I was extremely happy. The Hot Wheels version of the Razor's Crest and the Raider ATST. I have not seen any those of on, those in the wild. I yeah. found those in Kohl's on Black Friday. Oh, wow. And I actually went in there for a different reason, and I completely forgot it was Black Friday. And I just happened to be walking past, and I'm like, oh, well, let's go check out the Star Wars stuff. Um, and let's see. Oh, I just got in the new uh, Knights of Ren uh, Hot Topic exclusive. Ooh. Yeah, that one looks real nice. And, uh, well, I got a Hot Topic order in, so I got a few pins that, you know, let's say, like, Visit Endor and Tatooine, Sands of Your Dreams, and that sort of stuff, just because, well, they were neat. I got a Yoda welcome mat that says, nice. uh, well, welcome you are. <laughs> and he's all done in green, of course. And I got two new Nutcrackers, a Boba Fett and a Darth Vader. Nice. Tis the season. And, <laughs> yep. And I got... Uh, a Sith, uh, Sith trooper shirt for, and it says a list in the Sith army. I just saw that, saw that, and I was like, "Well, that's got to get pawed." <laughs> um, yeah, and let's see. Um, had to be going back ten days. Um, other than that, there's a bunch of stuff I ordered, you know, for pre-order and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know, they'll be coming out whenever they get posted out and everything i'm trying to think of anything else that i got this week what's your latest um, pre-order that you got well let's see the latest pre-orders is from hasbro uh pulse every one of the vintage figures and six inch black series that they're coming out from now till the end of june oh, they wow. posted them all they posted them all the other day and just Yep, go ahead here. Take my money. <laughs> I uh, I, pre- I pre-ordered the Mando and Cara Dune Vintage Collection, and mm-hmm. uh, the email went to my wife's account. And, she, and she's like, did you pre-order something that you won't get until June? 
<laughs> so, yes, I did. Yeah, but you got to think about it this way. You don't pay for it until they ship it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've got on pre-order with them also. I've got the new Boba Fett Black Series helmet and the Luke Skywalker Hyper Real figure, which if you mm-hmm. haven't ever seen those... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, I have a video on YouTube of my Darth Vader one, and those are, yeah, they're a little bit pricing. I mean, they were, they're 80 bucks. Yeah. But the fact it's an eight inch figure and it has an endoskeleton. Yep. So there's no joints, there's no pins or anything like that. And any way a person can move is the exact way he can move. It's really cool. Yeah. At Star Wars yeah. Celebration, Hasbro, the lady let me take it out of the case and just like play with it a little bit. Yeah, I gotta tell you, those things are silly. Well, I saw. I didn't get to make celebration this year. Actually, the only celebration, believe it or not, I've been to is the 40th uh, one for 2017 in Orlando. 40th in Orlando. That's the only one I've been able to make it with. I was in the Navy for 24 years um, on submarine, so my times never really kind of <laughs> caught up. And then couldn't go to i can't go to california and chicago i was all set to go and then uh my job kind of took a turn and i wasn't even i was told they canceled everybody in the i work at a nuclear power plant and they canceled everybody's vacation so oh no yuck yeah fortunately (laughs) it was pre it was well enough far it was far enough out that i didn't have to purchase tickets and then get rid of them yeah i just was like told i was like can i go and they're like is it like a once in a lifetime thing i'm like yeah and they're like is it star wars i'm like yeah and they're like that's not once in a lifetime once in a lifetime (laughs) is weddings you know graduations you know commissioning of naval ships you know stuff like that to be fair there was a couple weddings at star wars celebration oh i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) So did I hear you won't be able to go to the California one? That is correct. Unfortunately, I will not be able to go. Well, you can live vicariously through us. Uh, Uh, I will be. We'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Because I really want to go, especially since that one's going to be for, I mean, Empire Strikes Back is going to hit 40 years. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a big deal because I know I bought so much 40th anniversary memorabilia when I was there at Oh, and the other thing that I got in, um, since you mentioned it, was art of the uh, Jedi Fallen Order book. Oh, yeah. Which, that is amazing. I need to order that yeah. one. I need to order that one oh, and the Rebels. There, there's uh, two separate ones, right? There's like a, an Aaliyah, exclusive yeah, one or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, and this it's about probably three quarters of an inch thick, and it's a, it's a coffee table book. I mean, it's yeah. huge. But it's it's absolutely gorgeous, and I started looking through it, and then I looked at one of the. Uh, they actually have a slip of paper in it, and they say that it says on the paper, "This book contains spoilers. If you have not finished the game, we do not recommend looking through the rest of the book." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm done." So I put it, put it on the shelf because I want to finish the game, and I'm a I'm a very slow video game player, so. I, what, uh, I take my time, look for everything, and I'll get to, you know, I mean, it. I, I hate to say it this way, but um, off the topic of Star Wars, Tomb Raider, it took me two years to finish that game. <laughs> what, uh, what console you use? Uh, Xbox and uh, 360 and Xbox One. Oh, hey, when we're done here, right. let's uh, swap gamer tags. We're both on Xbox. Awesome. 
And actually, my Xbox 360 is the limited edition Star Wars version that they came out with the R2-D2 body and the C-3PO controller. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been doing this a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we, yeah. before we get into your massive uh, collection, let's just talk about The Mandalorian real quick. Um, anything, you guys, anything in particular jumped out to you, Episode 3 and 4? Um, episode 3... Uh, just, I, I had to close my mouth like five times because of stuff I could not believe they did. I was just floored with that episode, unbelievably. And the um, Mandalorians coming at the end to save save them and all that. I mean, just unbelievable. It just the 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 soundtrack, the cinematography, the effects, and I would say the script, but. There's such good storytelling in this, I mean, since episode one, that you don't need to have a script, and I completely understand exactly what's going on in the story. I don't need somebody to go, well, I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's so obvious. Episode four was a little bit slower, but I thought it was very, very important to, the pace of this episode was very important to the story. And it wasn't until I watched it the uh, third time that I picked up about that they had mentioned that they had been there for quite a few weeks. Because mm-hmm. he makes a comment about, you know, a few weeks to Cardoon that a few weeks back we made some noise. It's going to be mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah, I caught right. that the second time I watched it with uh, – mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to our show before, but I, I always watch it once regularly. And then the second time I watch it with uh, subtitles. Uh, ah, so I caught that the <laughs> time because of that. Yeah, and what's funny is I have a friend of mine. He's a few years older than me. You know, he and I'm 50 for the, those of you who don't know. Um, and I was been showing him previews of it and everything like that. And he's he knows Star Wars, right? You know, he he was a teenager when the movies came out and everything like that. And I showed him the previews of the show. And well, now every Sunday he comes over to watch. Uh, the latest episode with me and we sit here and we talk about it and you know and he he asks questions and everything because he doesn't have the knowledge you know because mm-hmm. there were some things i pointed out to him like he didn't notice cardoon's tattoo and even when he finally when i said look at her tattoo and he finally noticed it and he's like i don't even know what that symbol is and i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> you know or the uh fact that i can't remember her name the villager that takes a liking to the mando yeah uh, is it omera is that what it was omera. yeah omera. i think it's omera you know the fact that she winds up with a rel bb 10 10 mortar gun which was boss gun mm-hmm. in empire strikes back you know and he's like yeah you notice all that stuff but and i just think the show is absolutely incredible and john Farabo being in episode three as a visa at the end there mm-hmm. you know and um I already pre-ordered that figure as well this week when I saw that one pop up in Best Buy. If you guys haven't seen that yet, yeah. I'm sure you guys have. And the Hot Toys is making it really hard for me not to drop $300 on a figure. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even don't even get me started on Hot Toys. I spent too much money on everything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, oh, and yeah, when you asked me about pre-orders, one of the other things I pre-ordered was the uh, Rise of Skywalker expanded edition novel. The new oh, Alphabet yeah. Squadron, um, the new Thrawn Ascendancy, mm-hmm. and 
the sequel to Queen Shadow by E.K. Johnson. Yep. I'm trying to remember what the name of the book is, but all four of those just popped up on Amazon, showed up in my inbox. You ordered this. Would you consider any order this? Yeah, just take my money. <laughs> just and, and, yeah. and if anybody who still needs to get Queen Shadow, I just <laughs> saw on Amazon that it's only $9 for the hardcover right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's a it's a, it's a good it answer to 20-year-old question that I didn't that I've always wanted to know the answer to with Qui-Gon and her. So I was excited yep. for just that alone. Yeah, there was that was a very, very good book. I actually oh. just finished uh, Resistance <laughs> Born um, <laughs> as I was uh, driving home. Uh, I do a lot of audiobooks right now um, mm-hmm. since um, my lifestyle right now kind of demands it because I yeah. have about an hour and a half or about two hours in the car every night. So, uh, audiobooks are good. A lot of the, if you guys haven't ever done them, um, the ones that, I, and mine are only Star Wars. And there has been, I was a little skeptical at them, about them at first, but they actually, you know, I was, I was expecting somebody to just sit there and read. And Mark Thompson is one of their normal, oh. most common uh, readers. And he changes the voices, and they have the music in the background, and they have the special effect or this, you know, special effect sounds for blasters mm-hmm. and everything. So it almost makes it like you're kind of watching a movie without seeing something in front of you. Yeah. So. Yeah, David, uh, I believe you're into audiobooks too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark Thompson's great. Yeah. I mean, he color yeah. he colors everything for you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he. At, at, at New York Comic Con, he actually came out in the panel. I was in the panel for the new uh, Star Wars books, oh. and he came oh, out. Oh, really? And he read a he read the passage to introduce the new Thrawn trilogy as Thrawn, and it was incredible. Oh, I love his voice as Thrawn. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, he's just amazing. Um, in Episode Four of The Mandalorian, the thing that I just absolutely popped for the most was when he called the child a womp rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that Your little womp rat. but yeah that's the weird little callback and that's what the show's really been for me it's just a bunch of callbacks and things and it's just been so yeah. great yeah i've been surprised at how many nods they have given to everything just little here and there and everything and that and that's the one thing that like i said i have a friend now who comes over and you know, he doesn't get all that stuff but he's so enthralled with the story mm-hmm. and i i you know, I even asked him again on Sunday. I'm like, so do you? And he's like, no, I don't need to watch. I don't need to know everything about Star Wars like you do. But this show is just amazing. Uh, in my my real job, my real life, I um, I make training documents. And mm-hmm. I, I have put this is the way in <laughs> nice. multiple, multiple times now. <laughs> I'm still trying to work in. I have spoken somehow without it coming across like super dickish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good luck on that one. Yeah, I always I get a look whenever I say that. <laughs> yeah. I have spoken. I, I walked into the boss and I said, I'm not working today. <laughs> I have spoken. Yeah, how does that go? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you can go ahead and keep speaking if you want to <laughs> while you're working. Just don't, yeah. just don't come back. Yeah. All but right. uh, back, to, back to the callbacks, though, mm-hmm. I think they, they drive on to show the viewers that how uh, hardcore they are on Star Wars. You know, like, they purposely put all these callbacks to let the viewers know we're not playing around when we're doing this stuff, you know, like we, we really are into 
Because I yeah. think a lot of people still think like, you know, you know, John and um, Dave are just like, not so much Dave maybe, but John's just out there for the money, you know, and he's not. I mean, this dude's really been into Star Wars for a long, long, long time. And yes. He's probably had this script done for about five, six years already, you know. Yeah, I remember him saying at so, Celebration that he had, he wrote the story before he even contacted Lucasfilm. Right. So, and I like that. I love all the Easter egg stuff. Man. It's really cool. I, I can't, every Friday, I can't wait for every Friday now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the my one, biggest problem. It's the one day. My biggest. Yeah, go ahead. My biggest problem is whether or not I'm going to call out of call out of work so I can stay home and watch. It. <laughs> yeah, that's the one day a week I'm fine with if my toddler happens to wake up super early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, the, what is it? The week of um, Rise, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is in Wednesday, right? Yep. Isn't it on yes. Wednesday or something? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. And so, I'm I'm very happy that they've already started making season two. In fact, I, from what I read, they're almost done with. And that let, lets me think also he has something else going on pretty soon. For them yeah. to kick that out that, mm-hmm. that soon means he's got something else in the works coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've read a rumor, and of course there's so many people out there with, you know, oh, I saw this or I inferred this and everything like that. But I'm really hoping it is true that the reason why they're already wrapping up season two is because they're writing the script for season three. I mean, Which I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Just keep the content coming. I'm happy. I was yeah. even thinking more of like the screen, like you know, like theater wise. Yeah. I mean, oh, maybe maybe he's got something going on with that. I mean, maybe Favreau and Feige have done magic together before. I mean, yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> with it. <laughs> and that's probably why they were like no sweat off of their back when they were done. Um, those I can't ever remember their names. What's their names? Uh, from Game of Thrones. Dudes. Oh, yeah. I can't ever remember. Those who shall not be spoken of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's probably why they were just like, all right, we'll go on, go on to Netflix, I guess. Yeah. I, it's this, the possibilities are endless. I'm, it's super exciting. But uh, I guess let's hop into the. Andy's collection because I don't know if you guys follow Andy what's your Twitter handle uh, Andy Jedi 16 Andy Jedi 16 so go ahead and go follow him and just look at his collection I don't know if it's only in that one room or not but it's it's stuffed and <laughs> it's uh most of it is in that one room um there's actually a um, four door closet you know one of those you know standard bifold doors mm-hmm. that you have in your room that entire closet is stuffed. Um, I have stuff in my bedroom, in my closet, in a cabinet in there. And then there was a um, follow-on video of my two, what I call high-prized, you know, items uh, that I have two white cabinets that are six feet tall, four feet wide that are stuffed with you know, plates and statues and that's where actually my Dark Vader hyper real is and other things like that. So that uh that's got about two minutes there and then I have another cabinet that I had put in there that isn't sealed. That's my only problem with it. And that has my one of my prides and joy of my uh money and falcon. What's uh um, what year is that from? 
Um, that would be the Diagostini uh, model kit one. Mm-hmm. If you've never looked that up, mm-hmm. they send it to you four kits a month, and it takes 25 months to get them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and it is a <laughs> one-to-one replica of the prop that they used from Empire Strikes Back, which oh, was man. the one that was filmed the most. That's cool. And they actually had uh, – there's some videos on it from a guy who shows you how to paint it and everything. And he does he several times, you know, he, and he's a master model builder. And he's like, you know, make it your own, you know, do all the things that you want. And um, I actually have it if you look me up on YouTube, same number or same name. Uh, I have video of the whole thing when it got done. But it took me – well, it took two years to get the parts in, and then it took quite – quite some time to get it all built and painted and everything like that and it's lit up the uh ramp is motorized and um it uh it's uh 32 inches long 24 inches wide nine inches tall and it weighs uh 22 pounds wow yeah it actually has a steel frame inside of it that you have to attach everything to and it (laughs) It just had so many, so many pieces. My girlfriend was so upset when I was getting it. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, what's What's the weirdest Star Wars item you have? The weirdest Star Wars item I have? Um, let's see. Well, there's my C-3PO in a turret from Empire Strikes Back that if you spin the turret head, it winds up a music box that plays the Star Wars theme. <laughs> Um, that one's kind of unique in itself. Um, other than that, I mean, it, a lot of, it, for me, I, I don't buy everything that has a Star Wars label on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are things I have to have, you know, the action figures, the, the toys, but, um, I don't, it, I guess I really don't think of anything. It, it, maybe it's just me and I don't think of it as being weird. <laughs> I think I mean, uh... that's... The weirdest thing I have <laughs> is from the Taco Bell Phantom Menace era. And it's, oh, you must be talking about the cup toppers. No, I have the cup toppers. I love them dearly. Okay. Um, but the all of the Jar Jar Binks water squirters. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like giant, giant head and a skinny body. And when it's just, it looks really bizarre. So those are the weirdest things that I just, I have in package. I've never opened. I don't know why. I was a kid in 99. I mean, I was. 12 or 13 and i just never opened them i don't know what the deal is there but um but i still have them for some reason <laughs> mm-hmm. they're definitely the weirdest uh weirdest star wars items i have what about what about you david do you have anything that just comes top of mind uh i have a pair a of uh chewbacca's they were halloween costume like his teeth you know how you get the vampire <laughs> teeth yeah yeah they were his teeth, and they're still in the package somewhere downstairs. <laughs> it's incredible. I, yeah, the things the that's, things we that's buy. That's the eighties for you. Yeah, the right things there. we buy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Have you have you ever any of you ever bought a Star Wars item and just like immediately regretted it? <laughs> Actually, no. Um, the biggest thing um, there was one that I bought. I pre-ordered real recently and I was very skeptical about them. And I was like, well, let them come in. And if I don't like them, I'll just take them back. 
And they were the, I don't know if you, if you guys went to Celebration, you probably saw them. I think that's when they were revealed was the Star Wars Barbie dolls. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I had ordered the Darth Vader, the Princess Leia, and the R2-D2 from GameStop because they had them on pre-order. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, 100 bucks a pop. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be happy. And they came in, and I am just in love with them. They are absolutely so gorgeous. The packaging is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The And the dolls are taller than normal. I mean, they'll never come out of the box, but yeah. they don't need to because the way the box is shaped, you can see mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I think the packaging was very important for those. Uh, yes. For them to be successful, and they, they killed the packaging. They crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And they're good collector's items right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, they're just – they were unbelievable. What uh, What was your first what, – what's your first Star Wars memory? Uh, July 19th, 1977, Maple View Drive in Hunsdale, Pennsylvania, when I saw it. <laughs> That's incredible. Nice. Um, how many times did you see it in theater? Uh, believe it or not, that was the only time I saw Star Wars in theater. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just I saw it once, fell in love with it, and the next time I saw Star Wars was when Empire Strikes Back came out. Oh wow! And now look at you. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, and it was. What is? This is all relative, so just go with it. Uh, what's okay. your favorite lightsaber? That hilt, I should say. My favorite lightsaber hilt. And that one, I'm torn, torn between because there's two that I really, really like, and some people are probably gonna look at me weird. Um, but uh, Ahsoka Tano's mm-hmm. and Count Dooku's. Ahsoka's first set or second set? Second set. Second set. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I think because I might be because of the white blade or in them, mm-hmm. but uh, I just think they're, you know, unbelievable. And Count Dooku's because of the the curve for it and everything and the little. Uh, the little fin at the top and all that and i actually have a from master replicas if you remember that store mm-hmm. um they came out with the 0.45 versions of lightsabers um for a few years and they were actually putting some of them out at celebrations only and stuff like that when celebrations were first starting and i have uh 12 of them and dooku's is one of them that i have I actually have three different Darth Vader versions because they made three different Darth Vader versions, and they're just. <laughs> I just like I said, I, there's things that I I I don't buy everything that slaps Star Wars on there, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of things that I have bought that I'm like, yep, I like this, and I have some things that people question me, like, <laughs> for example, my girlfriend when Force Awakens came out, what did they come out with? They came out with Star Wars cereal with a freaking little spoon inside of it yep <laughs> you know how many boxes of that stuff i ate oh yeah I fortunately just, it was actually a good cereal so yeah i just got a box of cereal and it has a star wars tattoo in it that your cell phone can read yeah i'm trying to find those in my area i can't for some reason find them in baton rouge i anywhere. got the uh the bb8 tattoo <laughs> nice all right so who, I, haven't who's, seen that. I haven't seen that yet it was on uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, it was on the family size box. I don't know if it's if it's just on family size or not, but that's the one we got. 
Um, I know where I'm going after this. <laughs> uh, Andy, who's your favorite character right now at this moment? Right now at this moment, mm-hmm. it would probably have to be Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka? Yep. There's just something about her, the way they did her in Clone Wars, and the fact that you know she was never a live-action character, and then she showed up again in Rebels, and the book by E.K. Johnston, and... I mean, just she just absolutely floors me the way, and I can't wait to see her in the Clone Wars again when they get that on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're big Ahsoka fans on this podcast. Yeah, well, um, I, I, you guys, I guess I picked right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my and I actually got to meet uh, Ashley Eckstein in uh, Star Wars Celebration seventeen. Um, I got her to sign. There was an artist there with Matt Bush, uh, Lin Zai, and she did like this Japanese scroll um, for the journey of Ahsoka. And I had gotten picked up the scroll, and I did not realize that when I bought it that she was signing it. And then I took it over to um, Ashley, and I got her to sign it as well. And yeah, that was that to me was really neat. And on top of that, it was literally on my birthday. So I was like, nice. yeah, this all works out. I, uh, I got a celebra- at celebration. I stood in line for 35 minutes to get Soka shirt. And uh, mm-hmm. they sold out by the time I got to the front. But they had one uh, final pop left signed by Ashley. So I got that. And it's like one of my favorite pieces I have now. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. So who who is your all-time favorite Star Wars character? That's a toss-up, and believe it or not, my granddaughter tells me we go back and forth about this. But I've always loved Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong with the boy who has the hope of the galaxy, always writing. He's always always finds a way, always does the right thing. Um, he was definitely one of my favorites growing up, and I also am very partial to Vader. And I think that's more because it's so easy to find Vader stuff. Yeah. I mean, even my truck, I've got Darth Vader floor mats, uh, wheel cover. I I have the little baby screens in the back, and I don't have any kids. (laughs) You know, just because I have Vader's head on at the back window. And my coworkers are like, seriously? You don't even have children. I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, so don't yeah, judge me. You all know I'm coming. I mean, you're like, yeah, yeah. So you, you've clearly you're you're in the know about Clone Wars and Rebels and all that jazz. So do you have a favorite yes. trooper trooper class or division? No, not really. Um, I mean, they're. I've never really gotten the, uh, you know, into you know which class or which you know division or anything like that. I mean the. Uh, 442nd is always awesome. Vader's Fist, I mean, the 501st is always, but they really, you know, didn't come till the very end. So you didn't really get to see them in action. Um, but in terms of the clone troopers, I mean, there's particular clone troopers that I liked. Fives and his character and his story development through the whole Clone Wars. It was just amazing. And the fact that Dave Filoni was able to do all of that and go back and 
you know, just have this plan for characters and watch their growth and, you know, Rex and eventually him coming back in Rebels. And, you know, of course, Cody was a big one, especially because of the films. So that all, you know, I never really worried about, you know, ooh, you know, there's the, you know, the infantry or there's the heavy guns or there's all the pilots or this is this division. I never, never so much focused on that, but more the individual clone troopers themselves yeah <coughs> excuse me those are one of the best arcs in uh clone wars you know the, yeah i mean i've actually the, got the into troop. discussions um with people about because i think it was one of uh, the group that i tweet with on a regular basis of somebody has said hey you know i've got disney plus now and i've never watched clone wars and it's like, okay, I don't understand how you missed all that. Fuck. <laughs> um, and they said they had read an article about there's two ways to watch it. One is the chronological order of which it came out. And then the other one is the chronological order in which the episodes take place. Right. Because, there, I mean, there's some that, you know, go back, you know, to when fives and all of them were, you know, just coming before they actually made it out to any of the real fighting and i said personally i would do it both ways watch them the way they came out in you know airing order you know episode one season one that sort of thing and then go back and watch it for the storyline to see and you'll pick up on different things that was Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's what they actually wind up doing but that was my recommendation I think uh, David's got some questions too. Yeah. Okay, man. Uh, your favorite uh, blaster? A favorite blaster? DL forty four. You can't be. You can't be cool. the only one that's even close to Hans is Boba Fett's. The E three. E thirty three. Yeah. I mean, that's if you're gonna. My opinion: if you're gonna have one of them, you either need solos or Fets. Other than that, yeah. Everything else is just kind of eh, whatever. I love the sound that Blaster makes. Yeah. Okay, uh, next question would be uh, your favorite quote. Do or do not. There is no try. That's, that's, I'm, I hate to say it this way, but I have actually based decisions on my life <laughs> based on that quote. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think and... of one myself, like my favorite quote in Star Wars, and I think and I say yeah. <laughs> I say it to those who are initiated like us, so they just kind of look at me like I'm a crazy person. But <laughs> I still use it every day. Hello there. Well, one that I use yeah. a lot is uh, impressive, most impressive. Yes. Yeah. People are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. You don't get it." I think I've said to my daughter a million times. She's three. You failed me for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got in a. Uh, I got bested by my ex uh, one time. We had gotten two new cats, and I wanted to name them. And she said, what are you going to name them? I said, and they were, you know, from the same litter and all that. And I said, I want to name one Chewy, and I want to name one Furball. And she said, why (laughs) Furball? And I said, laugh it up, Furball. And she said, it's Fuzzball. And I said, no, it's not. You're trying to challenge me on this? And she said, yeah, you're wrong on this one. And I said, fine. Go get the popcorn. 
we'll sit down and watch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and she paused the movie after it came up as fuzzball and did the biggest happy freaking, <laughs> I just scored the touchdown of the winning game of whatever for the Super Bowl dance I've ever seen in my life. Going, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. I think you're in Star Wars trivia. <laughs> so. And that, that, well, that was your ex? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, those, yeah. Okay. I think, I think she, be, she became the ex shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, we uh, I was didn't... trying to find the. I was trying to grasp the words, but yeah, you <laughs> said it. Okay. And sorry. Um, our next one is uh, your favorite Star Wars item that you own right now. Wow. Um. That. That's kind of a tough one because, like I said, I, the things I buy are the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Now, there are – I guess you're looking for the one thing that you would say above all else, this is the one thing I really, really, you know, would be heartbroke if I lost or that sort of thing, you know, or Correct. if I got destroyed. Yeah, okay, well, then I have two because, to me, they're equal. Um one of them is the Gentle Giants Slave Leia statue they came out with where she's uh, kind of laying down with her hands in front of her, leaning up. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's, it, it is a beautiful statue. I mean, it's, it's very large. It's very, very well done. It's very lifelike. Mm-hmm. And I actually managed to get one right as it came out. And unfortunately, you know, our princess passed and the value of that thing amazingly went up and I was just shocked. Um, The other thing that I would be absolutely heartbroken if it was ever destroyed or I lost it would be I actually do own a Revenge of the Jedi poster. Oh, nice. Um, I managed to score one down in Orlando back in the dark times. Uh, probably before both of you were born. Um, and I, that's, I actually refer to that way because that was what I call the dark times is about 86 to 91. Um, that was when, you know, Jedi was done. The toys were done. Ewoks and droids were off TV. The comic books by Marvel had even ended. And we weren't getting anything. There was no Star Wars to be found. I mean... If you were a collector, you could go and buy stuff, pennies on the dollar, that were still hanging around in Toys R Us's and Sears and KB Toys and everything because there was it was going away. <coughs> and then I'm I'm 44, so I, I'm there. Yeah, I was there. And then you know Timothy Zahn with Heir to the Empire, he really revitalized. And when I met him at uh, and got my Thrawn book signed by him at convention in 17 um you know i i told him i said if nobody's ever said it to you i'll say it for the entire star wars family thank you so much <laughs> because if you had not written air for the empire or air to the empire and tested out the waters for george lucas to see whether or not there was still a fan base to do episode one we wouldn't have any of this right now. We wouldn't be standing here and we wouldn't have all these people all over, you know, all talking and seeing star Wars. Um, but what I was getting at is I was down in Orlando when I was in the Navy, uh, going through boot camp and school there. 
And before I transferred out, uh, there was, you know, several comic book stores and collectible stores around there, everything. And there was this one I went to on a regular basis, and he had a poster. And I was looking at it, and it was $100. And I said, hey, uh, John, can I get this? And he's like, yeah, you got the 100 bucks." I'm like, no. And he goes, you know my rules. 10% down, you have 90 days, pay it off. I'm like, okay, got it. I, I knew I was getting a bonus for moving in a few weeks to go to my new duty station. So uh, I went in there and I picked it up. And as I was leaving, he started laughing. And I said, what are you laughing about? And I said, by the way, I'm, I'll you know, see you never again. And he goes, oh, well, I just sold you a forgery. And I'm <laughs> like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, no, there's five known forgeries. And here's the identifying marks for the forgeries. And he went, uh, how much do you want for it? And I went, nope, it's mine now. And uh, actually, my ex, when I was when we were stationed in Hawaii, she wanted to go get it framed for my birthday while I was out at sea and surprised me. And she brought it into a framing store and it's, you know, a standard movie poster. So it's uh, 27 by 41. So that way it's got a one inch border around it to hide underneath the little marquee flaps. And uh, the girl told her, you know, oh, well, then we'll have to build a custom frame or whatever, blah, 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 you know, and all these other things. And my ex was like, OK, so go ahead and build that. And she goes, well, it'd be so much easier if we just cut this white strip off. And before my ex even got to say anything, the store owner was behind her and said, you cut that poster, you will no longer have a job. <laughs> and he asked my ex and he said, why are you in here? And she said, because I wanted to get this framed for my husband. He's out at sea and it's, you know, it'll be his birthday when he comes back and I'd like to do this. And he goes, ma'am, um, I actually don't have enough insurance to cover that poster if something happens to it. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to leave and please take that with you. It was very nice to see it. I've, I've heard about them, but I've never seen them. So, That's yeah, cool. I actually, yeah, that would be the one thing that I have. And I believe it or not, I still do not have that thing framed. <laughs> I have it rolled and protected, but I just... Every time I take it to a framing shop, they always want to do this or they want to do that. And then when I start talking about, you know, I want it UV protected and everything, and then they start talking about, okay, yeah, we can do that. And I'm like, all right, just give me a price. And they're like, yeah, it's like a thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see you later. Else. Yeah, I'll go find another <laughs> store. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, but I think I've uh. If you guys have got any more questions, if not, then I'll go into different things about my collection. I could talk about it forever, but yeah, I mean, if you want to just uh, talk about some of your stuff, go ahead. Well, I got my like I said, I saw uh, Star Wars July nineteenth in seventy seven, and I got my first two action figures a week later. I actually got R two D two and C three PO, which I still have them. Um, I still have. And this is one of the reasons why my collection is as large as it is. And I still don't consider my collection that large when you compare it to people like, you know, Steve Sansweet and stuff like that, that are just, you know, monumental. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have a collection that you can open up a museum about it and people 
some money to go see it. Yeah, that's that's getting on that level. But for some unknown reason, as an eight-year-old kid, I saved everything. And I don't know why. <laughs> and, I, and I don't mean like, oh, you know, you saved all your toys, you didn't blow them up. I mean, I know a lot of my, you know, cousins did and, you know, my friends did and they, you know, did this. Yeah, my toys are, are worn. They were played with, well played with. But, I mean, I actually saved all the card backs from the action figures, all the boxes from the spaceships and, you know, the X-Wing and the, with all the packing material inside of it. So I can actually take mine apart and put it back into the shipping material and then slide it back into the box. So as I moved from place to place, you know, I mean, and I didn't know it eight years old that I was going to be in the Navy and have to move a few times and stuff like that. But so I I have all of that stuff and I still do it that way to this day to the point where if I really, really like something, I'll go buy two of them. So that way I can break one out and, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm picky about what I open and what I don't open. Like I have, uh, well, if you saw the video of my room, you saw how many pops I have. Those are actually doubled, um, <laughs> one right behind the other, and there none of them are opened. You know, and there's a lot of people who say, "Well, you should open everything." I'm like, I open the things that I like. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of it's all about the packaging, period. I mean, yeah, you know, and some of it. And I actually used to. Uh, before I did that video, I had them turned so you could see the pop through the clear plastic. Mm-hmm. But I've run out of room. So <laughs> I had to, you know, I was trying to figure out how to make more room. And I was like, well, if I s- turn them sideways where I can see the, you know, the picture of it on the side, then, you know, and I've got an inventory that I keep. Man, I'm not very computer literate. So it's actually done on a Word document in table format. <laughs> But, uh, and it's two one inch binders. And now there is a lot of things that, okay, I have one of, and, you know, like an action figure series, I have one or two of these, and I have a list of all of them. But there's also a lot of things that it's just like, okay, I just have, you know, oh, Hot Wheels cars. These are all the ones I have, you know, or posters. These are all the ones I have, or, um, yeah, plates. I have the collector plates. You know, I've got all sorts of different, I've got trading pins. I actually have the 1978 fan club pin set that they came out with. It was 14 different pins. (laughs) And my biggest problem is I don't have enough space to display everything I want to. (laughs) I think that's everybody's problem. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my... (laughs) A uh, girlfriend has been telling me, you need to keep it all in one room. And I I can't anymore. I just literally can't. You know, some of the things that I was, one of the reasons why I got the cabinets that I have that are outside the room is because I'm like, you know, these are, to me, um, you know, show pieces or stuff like that, you know, putting it in a box is not nearly as nice Mm -hmm. as, I mean, this was a, you know, this is a statue or this is a plate, you know, so I have all those things out Mm -hmm. and that freed up a lot of space, but that also 
let me turn around and go, oh, I have space. I can go out and buy this. <laughs> oh, actually, um, uh, one of the other things that I would be very upset if I wound up losing is I do have a Star Wars Adventures of Luke Skywalker X-27 book, if you know what that is. Well, that's cool. If you don't, I'll educate you. Well, let me go for it. Some people may not know. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first printing of Star Wars was actually done by Reader's Digest in a hardback version, and it came out before the movie came out, and it actually had photos of the movie that, you know, some of the the photos were actually cut from the movie. And the way they kept track, like books nowadays, they put in the front first edition and the date published and everything like that. Reader's Digest... Um, with their book club did not do that. They actually, on the last page of type, in the gutter of the book, so where the binding is, all the way down at the bottom of that page, they would put a numeric code. And S27 is the first printing of the Star Wars book. When I first read that, I was very excited because I went home and I looked at my book and I was like, I, I think I have an S27. Well, they actually have on a website, I don't remember what one, but they have a list of all the codes so you can actually figure out what printing you have. Mine's like G49, which is like the 35th printing of the book. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> So then I, of course, I had to go and find a S27 um, because, well, I had to have it. Yeah. I was trying to think of the item, Star Wars item I have that I just couldn't live without. And I think I have two. I have the Farm Boy Luke Kenner figure that I've had <laughs> literally my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a... Don Post Vader helmet that I'm refurbishing that I've had for as long as I can remember. Oh, the Don Post um, helmets were so beautiful. So, so I've had it for so long, mm-hmm. and I played with it when I was a kid, so it's I mean, the, the top of the helmet was cracked and chipped, um, so I've been in the process of fixing that, so um, it looks a hell of a lot better now. I just need to finish the paint job on it. Um, but yeah, I would. those are the two things I just could never get rid of. What about you, Dave? Uh, my Empire Strikes Back um, DL forty four. Oh, nice. The yeah, the, I've had that thing with me. I mean, ever since it came out, and my dad bought it for me whenever I was sick. Oh wow, hospital. that's crazy. So, yeah, so it's pretty. Yeah, and uh, had it ever since. Just carried it from. Place it's amazing. To place. Uh, I moved. I moved from um, Ohio. Yeah. to DC and. My Vader helmet stayed at my parents' house for ten years in, in my personal dark period <laughs> yeah. of no Star Wars, and I finally moved <laughs> down here. We got a, a space, and I was like, I, I need that Vader helmet, <laughs> and that started the uh, the waterfall, as I call it, in my jumping back into Star Wars collecting. Yeah, I never really i I slowed down at different times, um, just due to you know. Uh, birth of children or you know gotta pay for college for somebody you know stuff like that but mm-hmm. um in the last few years after actually uh, probably about the last uh, 
I don't know, let's see. Revenge of the Sith came out in 05. Uh, so I'd probably say about 04, I've been going pretty heavy, and it's just been getting worse because more and more stuff comes out now. I mean, there's, you know, Lucasfilm always did a good job of merchandising. I mean, mm-hmm. he was an incredible, incredible idea of that, you know, that, oh, I want to me- retain merchandising rights regardless, you know, when he first did Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then with Disney taking it over, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Although, like, my uh, girlfriend's daughter-in-law, when I first started hanging out with her, and I had started, you know, we had started dating in January, so we rolled around to Christmas, it had almost been a year, so, you know, you know, kind of like family now and everything, and she said, you know, before I met you, was out there. I've, ne- I've seen the first movie. That's it. Never really interested. Blah blah blah. And now that I've met you, it's like Star Wars is everywhere you turn around. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. It makes me so <laughs> bummed to think that they stopped making the three and three quarters for the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was disappointed with that. Um, I don't know if you guys. Uh, if you follow anybody else, uh, like Boss Bounty or uh, Usual Mike and uh, on YouTube or anything, they've had some mm-hmm. uh, videos, conversations about that. And I actually wrote one of them. Uh, I think it was Boss Bounty. And I said, I understand that you're happy that it's gone away, but I would have liked it to go away after the last movie came out and then just said, okay... All the movies, you know, the, the nine movies are out. From now on, we're not going to make the three and three quarter inch because those were, I mean, that was what I grew up with, mm-hmm. you know, and to just complete the yeah. collection, even though the three and three quarter inch now, I mean, not even, not even talking about TVCs, the regular ones that came out for The Last Jedi, three and three quarter, I mean, that was the bread and butter of being a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they weren't, are you know, super articulated. They're a lot more detailed than they are now, you know, and they look a lot more like the actors right. and actresses. But except <laughs> Oscar Isaac, still, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they still no. can't get Oscar. But they, you know, that that was the bread and butter for me as a kid. I mean, I remember being heartbroken my first birthday, which is in April, after Star Wars came out. And the Creature Cantina had come out. And we had gone on a trip to go see a relative of mine who was sick. And we decided to have my birthday there. And there was this big box that was wrapped up in the back. And I thought it was the Creature Cantina because I hadn't seen it in stores yet. Because, you know, I mean, I couldn't just go to a store. I was you know, going to be nine. So, you know, I'm sitting here expecting this. And I open it up. And... It was a self-pitching machine. <laughs> and I was I was literally just heartbroken. That's funny. <laughs> and, and I mean this was this was a relatively big box and I thought it was gonna be it and I was like, Oh it's a pitching machine. Don't forget we are closing in on our three hundred follower on Twitter. 
I think we're at the time of recording like 40 or less away from 300. Um, we're going to give away some figures. I have, we haven't decided which ones yet, uh, but we're also going to give away a uh, Dominic Pace signed gecko uh, picture from the Mandalorian. So spread the word, tell your friends, tell your mom, anybody, everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're still listening <laughs> this, uh, this deep into the podcast, thank you. Um, we had some technical issues and we lost uh, Andy, but definitely follow him on Twitter. His collection is insane. Um, and obviously, he's a stand-up guy and super positive. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, you for coming and, on, Andy. Um, appreciate you coming on. And David, appreciate you as always. And may the force be with you.